Hey friends, this is Cynthia with SimpleCynthia.com or with Pride Hope Online. One word at a time. So I'm outside today. It is lovely. I don't know if you can hear there are birds singing and you can also hear the AC is getting warmer where I am in the southern part of the United States. But this feels like paradise compared to what's going to be. So I'm very grateful. Today I want to share with you a couple of reflective questions I read um, this past week and the post is at simplecincha.com. There are a lot of them, so you might want to look back. There will be a link in the show notes and everything that you hear here in this here, here. Nice. At this podcast can be found at simplecincha.com. We'll spread hope online one word at a time. I am a fan of reflecting on what was, so what will be can be better. And we often reflect in December, and I know we're far away from December. We're all trying to make it, if you're listening to this in order, to the end of the year. But I believe that reflection is good for the soul. I created a habit of reflecting every week on my health pursuit, and it has been good because I can recalibrate. For example, last week I did some reflecting on my week, and I realized that I haven't been sleeping as much as I should. So because of that reflection, I decided to go to bed a little bit earlier. And then at the end of this week, I discovered how much better overall I felt because of that one, one and a half hour of sleep that I added to my life. So reflection can be good. It can be smart. So don't wait until December to do it. Even if it's something small as you're thinking back in your week, um, it will help you just live a better life, okay? So here are the questions. Think over the previous months and then just give me some quick fire responses. What did you get curious about? What did you get over? What did you get good at? What did you celebrate? What did you embrace? What did you rediscover? What did you surrender to? What did you sacrifice? What did you sideline? What did you survive? What did you celebrate? Okay, so these next questions, you have to take the time to ponder. So contemplate, take a little bit more time on this one. First one, what did this year teach you about your capacity for courage? What risks did you take? How did they work out? What did this year teach you about relationships? How about love? How about your capacity for forgiveness? Where did you bring the light to the darkness for someone? When were you generous? How did that serve you? Did you neglect yourself in any way? Was there a time when you did not allow yourself something you needed? If a similar situation arises this year, what will you tell yourself? Of all the places you spend time, which environment made you the most calm? Where did you have your best ideas? What changes did you notice in your loved ones? The next question is, what went on in the world that really affected you? What did that teach you in your role in wider society? What did this year teach you about the preciousness of life? So here are a few practical questions. What did you create or made happen this year? What brought you the most satisfaction? What was money well spent? And when did you waste money? What was the best use of your time and energy? Where did you waste your time and energy? 
What was a real success for you and why? What did you learn from that? What didn't work out as you hoped? Why? What did you learn from that? What or who was a challenge? Why? What did you learn from that? What was the single most important thing you did for your physical health? What was the single most important thing you did for your mental health? If you could sum up the year in one single word, what would that be? Now, we are going to go on to a part where the author here, Beth Kempton, encourages you to let things go. So in this part, it's not really questions. She just encourages you to write down things that you want let go. Um, I'll be honest, I haven't done this exercise yet, but I am totally um, willing and able to do it because I feel that sometimes, like, if you physically write things down, you guys know I'm a fan of uh, journaling, that might be a helpful thing to do in our journey to just reflecting and just physically just erasing what is not helpful to us, okay? So here are a few questions. Moving forward. When did you allow yourself to be vulnerable over the past 12 months? What did you learn in the process? What do you want to carry with you in the new year? What truths are you ready to start believing? What are you ready to receive? And then you make the time to plan, okay? As you gather answers to these questions. Let me tell you where I got these questions from. The name of the book is Calm Christmas and a Happy New Year by Beth Kimpton. These questions are all in my blog, simplesignature.com. You can check it out. And I honestly got this book out of the public library. I was going through a difficult couple of days. And you guys probably don't know this. Maybe some of you do know. I love the public library because if I can borrow a book, I will borrow a book. Like I, if I don't have to buy a book, like I'll just borrow it. Less clutter for me to clean, right? But I was feeling like listening to something whimsy and yet this was that, but it was very practical as well. So I loved these questions. I honestly thought she was just going to kind of park on how great Christmas is and how you can make it calmer by subtracting the unnecessary mayhem from your life. But then these questions were such a gift because I believe that reflection helps me to become a better person. Not only that, but I believe that reflection is part of stewardship of the life that God has given me. I believe that reflecting and thinking through helps us to move forward with more power, with more possess, and just with more purpose, okay? So I'm going to go back and just elaborate a few of the questions, if you don't mind. Um, so I love the quick fire responses because we know a lot of these answers. We just don't stop to think about them. For example, um, in the past, and again, if you don't want to go back 12 months, just think through the next, the past week or the past couple of weeks. For example, what did you get curious about? You know, right now I'm really curious about travel. My husband and I are going on mission this summer. So I've been really curious about the place where we're going. Um, he bought me a book, so I'm so excited about reading about it. So, like, that's where my curiosity kind of went the previous week. I'm often curious about how to make my life more productive, so that's another thing. But if I had to pick one, I'm going to pick the fun one, which is the trip. 
Um, what did you sacrifice? Now, that's a good question. And sacrifice in my life doesn't have to be bad. I know I sacrificed staying up late because I needed to sleep, like I was saying previously. So I sacrificed my old way of living because I decided, let me try to get to bed early and see what it gets me. I sacrificed watching a super fun show on Netflix after the kids went to sleep because I needed to get some more sleep. So that's something that I sacrificed. So those uh, initial quick fire questions, like don't think through much, just think like, okay, I, I know the answer to these. Now the ones that we have to take time to ponder, for example, when were you generous and how did that serve you? So a quick moment of generosity was a combined between one of my kids and I. Um, without getting too much into the situation, we were talking about a situation that happened. It was kind of out of our control, but we were in the middle of it. So we decided, let's encourage this person. So we encouraged um, one of my kids' bus drivers and we wrote her a card and we gave her a couple of treats and um, she was really encouraged and it was good to see my daughter seeing like that direct correlation of not just being um, just standing by a situation um, she didn't cause she kind of had the right actions but then like even when you are neutral in a situation just to show generosity and care I feel like it served us well because you see like how you can be a blessing you know from that early age we also show generosity uh, to a neighbor. Now, this is this is a fun story. So, I'm new in this neighborhood. I don't know everybody, and I'm determined to meet the people that live around me. So, I met some, but not everyone. So, we met this gentleman, and he told us he was a Christian, and he asked for prayer for his wife. So, we've been praying for her, like often, like daily. We've been praying for her, and we've been praying, praying, praying. We haven't met her, you know. But we decided, hey, let's bake some some muffins and let's give it to her, you know? So we went there. She didn't open the door. I don't know if she wasn't there. I don't know if she was asleep. I don't know. So we decided, let's just put it over here and um, let's just leave it in there. Well, the muffins were there for 24 hours. Thankfully, like I closed it properly. I put it over there properly. But then uh, today we were going to run some errands. And we saw that he was mowing his grass and we were in a hurry so there was no like stopping and he i'm pretty sure that he also was trying to hurry up and finish mowing his grass uh, but then when we came back we saw that the bag was no longer at the door so we're like great he got it but my daughter was just like mom do you think they know that he was from us i was just like i don't think so because i just wrote we are praying for you <laughs> the bag but my neighbor is so smart. Like he was like a police investigator. I am pretty sure he knows like it was me. And also cameras, right? Who doesn't have them at, some people don't have them at their house, but I think he does. So anyway, he probably knows it was from us, but that was fun. It was a way to show generosity, you know, just share a little treat. I don't know if they're gonna eat it. I don't know if they're like, ew, COVID, you know, which we don't have. Uh, but um, I believe that being generous with our prayers with our because I mean we could have just waved you know just kind of be one of those people that waves and just keeps going about their businesses but I believe that showing generosity with our lives with our time with our talents with our baked goods if you know people actually want to eat your stuff it just does the heart so good so that is a habit that we have and we don't want to lose 
So you see how like I'm reflecting, I'm just like, yeah, like that was pretty awesome. And um, I don't want to neglect the fact that, you know, sometimes you read these questions and you're like, man, I haven't been generous with anybody because I've been busy. You know, I must not be a good human being. Like, don't go there. Um, if Don't feel guilt or shame or condemnation when you're reading these uh, questions. But if this is an area that you feel like you need to grow in, um, always start with prayer and ask God to give you the grace to be more generous and to help and to serve others, you know, in this context of how I can be more generous with my time, with my life, with myself. And he'll give you the strategy. I have um, some close friends that are very busy, like schedule-wise, but they're also very generous. So they're not going to be the people that will be physically in places for three or four hours because their time is so... Um, contrite like just so little I don't even know if I use the word properly but they are generous in other ways you know so uh, just pray and ask God to help you in that area okay another reflective question here um, what did this year teach you about the preciousness of life um, honestly like I had a, a loss in a family too now um, two extended family members uh, lost their lives and unfortunately, you know, that's the way that I think about how precious life is. I try also on a daily basis to think about the preciousness of life as I look at the faces of my children, as I look at my husband, as I look at my parents, as I look at my nieces, nephews, brothers, sisters, cousins, like, and I just am trying to find appreciation for the life that God has given us as human beings. I also think about the preciousness of life when it comes to animals. We are in an area where we see a lot of wildlife. And um, when I read the Bible, I know that the righteous takes care of the lives of animals. So that is something that I teach my children, not religiously and every day. But every time we run into that passage in scripture, our reminder is just like, God cares about animals. We should care about animals too, you know. Whether it's like, let's make sure that we preserve your lives. We don't give candy to animals that are supposed to be eating berries and juice from nature you know what I'm saying so anyway um, this is a, a subject that I think about every now and then um, and I'm thankful for questions like this because otherwise like I wouldn't stop and think when was the last time I thought about the preciousness of life but I, I do believe that it's something I should be doing these questions are so good uh, one of my favorite ones is the first question in the moving forward uh, section it says when did you allow yourself to be vulnerable for the past 12 months and i can tell you the past four five six weeks like i was vulnerable a lot and again without these questions i wouldn't think about the goodness the purpose of allowing myself to be vulnerable i wouldn't think about hey what did i learn when i became vulnerable and then um, what happened to the people around me when I was going through this process? Like, what did they see? Um, vulnerability is a hot topic right now. It is a good topic, I believe. And if you have some time to just think through it, to read some of the scholarship that's been written about it, and just kind of see how you can use that in your life. I think it's a fascinating topic, and I'm very thankful for this question, just to remind me that it is something that I should be doing more of, okay? Last but not least, I love how uh, this is so hopeful. It's just like, what are you ready to receive? And it's just like, yes, good things happen and good things are about to happen. So 
I try to be very positive about many things in my life. So I believe that God is good and that even in the midst of trials and tribulations and the hard things, he is so good and he has good stuff to give us. I feel that sometimes I just have to remind myself to be ready to receive his blessings. Um, I'm not being Pollyanna here when I say that we are really good about recognizing the bad, um, recognizing building up that worst case scenario. I mean, we have PhDs on worst case scenarios, some of us, right? But then when it comes to the opposite of being hopeful, you know, God is a God of hope. God is good. God is kind. He's a God of justice. He's a timeline is different than mine. As the east is from the west, that's how far away he has separated me from my transgressions. I mean, we can quote 66 books of the Bible that are full of the goodness of God, you know. So I just feel like I have to prime my mind to remember how good he is and how faithful he is and that it is worth being open to receive the goodness of God. You know, it's, I don't think I'm being Pollyanna when I say um, that good things do happen, you know. And I know there's trouble and trial and there's grief, but there's also great hope, you know, um, as a believer of the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, when it comes to my faith. So I love this question. What are you ready to receive? Okay. And then the very last one is to take time to plan. So here's my encouragement for you. Take time to reflect this week. And if you don't want to go through all these questions, don't do it. You know, one of the simplest and shortest exercises I do every week is I count down three things that I need to improve. And then I write down three, th three things that are good that happened the previous week. And that knowledge fills my heart with hope and with joy. And it arms me with courage to try again the following week. It can be in any area that you're working on. It can be in your health area. It can be in your professional area. You have to look at the good um, and you have to have those positive um, reflections in order to fill you with courage and hope and possess to keep going um, into the future. I believe it makes you a good steward of the life that has God has given you, reflection does. So anyway, I hope that this podcast has helped you. Let me know if you like these questions, if you use them. And tell me how reflection will help you once you apply that into your life. This is your friend Cynthia with SimpleSincha.com. We spread hope online one word at a time. Bye.